Okay, well, yeah. you know what? Maybe we should just get right into it today. You want to just skip the pleasantries and get straight into the idle chit chat? <laughs> yeah, okay. let's do it. Okay. Skip uh, all that BS. This show is a podcast. Doug, you want to explain to the people what a podcast is? So a podcast is like a radio show that you could listen to anytime you want. Yeah, and all your friends are doing one. Yeah, it's a good way to start some small talk with your friends just to it's, tell them about your podcast and then ask yeah. them about theirs. And it's a good way to communicate. You know, it's like a, one way you can carry on a conversation with your friends is to you do a podcast and then they listen to it and then they respond to you in their podcast. Yeah, it's a really good way to get out some like passive aggressive things to, towards all your friends and family members. You just mention it in your podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and I was gonna, I was actually gonna say, uh, before we start, I just want to mention some of our numbers lately. So I was eight. looking at some of our numbers and uh, one of the, one of the numbers is eight. <laughs> well, well, I just, I don't know if people appreciate how uh, enough how rare this podcast is. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a very I mean, rare podcast. Not many not, people have heard it. Right. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. Almost nobody yeah. knows about it. It's like a secret club. Yeah, it's like the one of those Dale Murphy error cards. Yeah, yeah. Upper deck error cards. Yes. Exactly. You know? So it's so it's um it's it's elite, it's select, you know. And mm -hmm. um, you know, the people that are listening right now are very lucky to have found us uh to become part of the super elite ultra secret club, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we would, we would absolutely love it if it wasn't rare, you know. Yeah. But I, uh, uh, here's how a conversation should go that you have with your friends. So huh? I'll, I'll start. Okay. Hey, have you? Uh, I listened to this podcast called Toss Wasage. Have you ever listened to it? No, I have not. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah come on yeah and then it's like oh. how do i listen to it and then you go like i'm not allowed to tell anybody right oh to to like keep it rare and unique yeah because i because right now right we've got a select group of under 50 listeners right they're hand-picked <laughs> they're organic you know yeah yeah and uh, uh international group of under 50 yeah. <laughs> not the age of 50 the number of 50 uh, anyway uh special thanks to all of you who are listening who paid 85 dollars for tickets to listen to this episode what a bargain you know if you can find us then right. you may be invited to become a premium listener only 85 dollars per episode great yeah and that goes straight into our pockets <laughs> um to... which is good which is good for us yeah all right so do you want to do a podcast yeah, I guess. Okay. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, review it all you want, star reviewers. Pip and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. Yeah, the new theme song. That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. It's Toss Passage, the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff. I'm Kip. 
and I'm Scott. <laughs> uh, Doug, I'm Doug. Sorry. Uh, Doug is our uh, special guest today. He's uh, stopping by real quick for the entire show. Heck yeah, man. I'm going to be here talking reviews. This is the show where we review terrible one-star reviews. From the internet and also from the newspaper. Sure. In the review section. We're talking uh, Yelp. We're talking TripAdvisor. We're talking Letterboxd, yeah. Amazon. The New uh, York Times, the Tri-City Herald, the Sporting News. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's go. Uh, let's uh, time to play our first segment. <laughs> it's called What You Got. Doug, what you got? All right. Well, uh, I, I really like the when you find reviews that are supposed to be for something that's like really serene like okay. uh when yeah. we when i used to read those psychic reviews yeah, uh, yeah. where, love, where love you think ones. Yeah. yeah people would have sort of an elevated way of thinking <laughs> right yeah well uh same with same with yoga so i looked up some yoga <laughs> okay, classes great. and there's great. you know there's thousands upon thousands of yoga studios in the southern california area mm-hmm. i would imagine mm-hmm. i'm a, I honestly think there's probably more than there are McDonald's. Yeah, a lot right? of people are into yoga out here. Yeah, I've tried it's it. It's a worked. big. Yeah, I tried it once. It worked, and then I just haven't done it again since. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, there's some really it, uh, a lot of these one star reviews for these yoga places are novellas. <laughs> like it's insane. <laughs> okay, the, the amount of detail people put into these. Uh, I'll start with, um, this is for a yoga studio in Culver City. And this, uh, this one's a little dramatic. Okay. Uh, and it's from Sophie S. Sophie S. gives uh, this yoga studio one star and says, Do not trust this place with your money. <laughs> After being a member here for more than a year, spending thousands of dollars on workshops, monthly membership, clothing, snacks, etc., The owners of this business lied, cheated, and stole money from my mother and myself. Okay, pretty extreme. In October 2015, my mom visited the store to purchase a $140 Lifeform yoga mat for me as an early holiday gift. Stop buying stuff from them. A $140 (laughs) yoga mat? That is insane. I'm pretty sure... You know, the the top yogi in India, if you told them you spent $140 on a yoga mat, they would laugh you out of the country. Just the uh, audacity <laughs> to charge that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let alone a, buy it, but to charge it to even have that uh, available. What is this mat made out of? <laughs> I know. It's, anyway. And it's, what's going to happen with that mat? It's just going to get a bunch of dirty sweat all over it. Yeah. It says in parentheses, after a month, I noticed the mat was having issues. So I tried to ask for a replacement. And after two months of rude, passive aggressive comments from the owner, I gave up. That's how the, yeah, that's how the mat's supposed to work. That's how you know you're yogaing hard. <laughs> um, during the product purchase, they added her credit card to my account and proceeded to illegally charge my mother for four months without her knowledge or authorization. When my mom caught the charge, she called in and told the completely untrained staff who were oblivious and not helpful. 
I went into the studio the same day to take a class and sort this all out. First Stop of all, I don't think part. Place. I, uh, <laughs> I think part of the training, you know, in any uh, company isn't to like tell you how to deal with someone's mom's credit card being <laughs> illegally charged. Right. After my class, the girl behind the counter grabbed my credit card while the other girl behind the counter was distracting me. <laughs> and, <laughs> no. and immediately no. signed me up for another monthly membership <laughs> no. without my consent. No way. When That's I wanted insane. to pay for the single class, I asked her to remove my credit card from file and remove the charge and she, of course, claimed she couldn't. I currently have a dispute with my credit card company for the charge, as the girl charged me without asking what I wanted to pay for. Then I, then claimed I was locked in for another month and $125, which is absurd. That night, the owners, Cheryl and her mother, Arlene, sent a horrible, <laughs> accusatory, attacking email to me. They blame me for the incident, saying I must have known I wasn't being charged for four months and purposefully took classes. Okay, so here's what, what she doesn't make clear. This this woman who's writing the review was taking classes for the last four months, but due to some error, she wasn't being charged. <laughs> so is that why they had to run, juke, juke around and distract her and wave, and then somebody <laughs> grabbed the card from out of her back pocket? Yeah, and so... This person leaving the review thinks she shouldn't have to pay. She thinks that because she thought she was paying inside her head, <laughs> that that was enough, I guess. Uh, I thought I was paying all along. That should count for something. <laughs> yeah, I psychologically but, but, paid for this class. Back to the, the start of the review is like, I've been spending $1,000 a month here. Yeah. Is that all? Not, none of those were real charges either? Is she just I don't buying know. a bunch of like equipment? She's probably bought a bunch of shit too on whoever's credit card her name is hooked up to. Oh right, yeah, you know, yeah, she's maybe like, so. That's why she just keeps buying all their shit and their shakes and their food, and it never shows up on her credit card. Uh, she continues. They finally refunded my mother the money they took without her consent, but then charged my credit card five hundred dollars without my consent. I have a dispute with my CC company over this charge now as well. Not only were they unapologetic about their mistake that took $500 out of my mother's pocket, but they never stopped to consider how that huge imposition could have hurt her. What if she didn't have any money for groceries because of their erroneous charging? <laughs> She's going deep on this one. Yeah. No, so usually... Uh, Usually people who buy $140 yoga mats don't have money for groceries. <laughs> they, ne they never once apologized, nor did they take responsibility for their wrongdoing. I filed a compla complaint to the Better Business oh, Bureau, yeah. of course. which I, lo I looked online and there was no complaints. Okay. These women are terrible <laughs> examples of business owners, and I will warn every yogi I come into contact with about their despicable, sketchy behavior. This, yeah, it doesn't sound like a very zen person, this person. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, and, and uh, here is the business owner. Oh, uh, good. Ke oh, good. Good, okay. And it says Kevin M., which I don't believe. It's signed by Cheryl, though, who was <laughs> okay. mentioned in Sophie's AKA review. A.K.A. Kevin M. And the, and the <laughs> review is from Sophie, yet this reply to the review is addressed to Janae. Okay. 
<laughs> and uh, okay. it says, Janae, <laughs> it saddens me deeply that you have taken this hostile position over a computer mistake that yeah. we immediately resolved. I called you that night, and all of this could have been avoided had yeah. you returned my call, but instead you chose to write this angry and twisted public Ooh. post, threatening to harm my business by spreading lies which does not change the facts which are as follows. Okay. Our I'm, computer I'm actually, system. Actually, I'd like. I'd like. I, I, I was. I was going to try to guess what these are, but I'm very interested to hear exactly <laughs> how it went down from their side. Yeah. Okay, hit it. Our computer system did replace the credit card information on your account with your mother's when she purchased the Lifeform mat for you, and your information was removed. But it was a computer error that we were completely unaware of. Is this you because had been they have paying... the same last name or something in the computer that, that got switched to the other person's account or something? Is that what they're saying? I, I think she just bought uh, that mat, and for some reason she bought it under her daughter's account, and then the credit card, yeah, got substituted. I don't know. I it's see. a computer okay. error. Okay, sure. That's, a, you... that's a li- not all computer. Somebody could have right. checked on that. Okay, go ahead, yeah. You had been paying on time every month for your contract, so we had no motivation to charge someone else for your membership. This was not intentional. When your mother called the studio to notify us of the charges, the staff identified the issue, and we immediately, one hour later, refunded the four months of charges to your mother's credit card. This is the nothing like this. staff she was talking about. Yeah, nothing okay. like this has ever happened at Red Diamond Yoga, but mistakes happen. There was nothing illegal or malicious about this mix-up. During that four months, you took over 40 classes at Red Diamond Yoga for which you did not pay. <laughs> we offered to take a payment plan for you, but you told the staff that you refused to pay for any of it. You did not respond to any of our calls or emails, so we contacted American Express about this issue. Since you are under contract and we have a signed copy of the contract, from you, American Express authorized the charge to your card for the delinquent membership dues. And by the way, you provided your card for your account voluntarily. Uh-huh. No one took it from you. What an outrageous claim. <laughs> they stole it from behind her and threw it, throwing it yeah. across the room. Uh, As someone pocket. distracted her, yeah. With, hey, have you seen our new $250 mat? Why don't you check it out? <laughs> Uh, I spent hours (laughs) I spent hours trying to help you with your mat when you complained about it not laying flat and when the manufacturer wouldn't replace it I personally gave you said it wouldn't lay flat those were the problems that it was having the mat yeah she complained about it not laying flat and when the manufacturer wouldn't replace it (laughs) I personally gave you a new life form mat out of my inventory I'm not sure why you felt the need to mention anything about the mat in this post or why you would be angry about that. We have been kind and supportive of your practice. You took my class dozens of times, and I genuinely cared about you. We do everything we can to support the community and are very generous, but this is completely abusive, and you are deliberately trying to take advantage. You know us for almost a year, and you know that we are honest and sincerely care about teaching authentic yoga. Red Diamond is a place for people to heal and practice self-love and compassion. 
I'm sure you will regret taking this position and trying to steal from us since you were coming to class every day and practicing with our entire team. What a shame, Cheryl. Wow. Wow, dude. Yeah, she broke it down pretty good, man. That's, uh, you, it, it's, it's interesting. At the start of it, the way she wrote it, though, made this Red Diamond place sound like the biggest scam in the world. Oh, I know. It, you know what I mean? And now I've completely switched positions and now think this is a crazy woman. It's Yeah, it's really eye-opening for me who, you know, I read uh, 10 to 15,000 reviews a week. <laughs> and and uh, I, always, I always think that whatever the person in the review says, I have this idea that they're like telling the truth yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But, but there's two sides to uh, every story and I'm totally on the side of red diamond. Oh, a hundred. Now I'm, I'm a million percent now on the side <laughs> of red diamond. They should be fucking pissed because this ma- yeah. this does matter. People are going to read this piece <laughs> of shit review. People are going to read it. People are going to oh, read people... it on a, on a, on a, on a elite, extremely rare podcast. Especially, <laughs> You know, especially for uh, something like yoga in Los Angeles, people you could tell by the reviews, people really do read these reviews on Yelp because they want to find out about like if the instructors are good, you know, if if the hot yoga is hot enough. (laughs) That's like that was a big thing. That's a real that's a real (laughs) reviews, right? Oh, yeah. That's a whole section of Yelp. Okay, so th- this is for a different yoga studio. This is from Ekaterina N. Okay. Uh, one star for Hot 8 Yoga in okay. Beverly Hills. All right. Calloused and rude staff, zero compassion, should not be teaching yoga. I just pulled my back in class, and I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> I asked. <laughs> laying on the I, mat still in the class. Yeah. Like face down on a mat in the class. I asked for assistance, <laughs> and if they had ibuprofen, no one even tried to help or offer me an ice pack. <laughs> I'm not coming back here. Oh. <laughs> I just pulled my back in class. <laughs> it's not hot enough. <laughs> so, Kip, that's my yoga Reviews, can't watch your guy. Well, I would say, Doug, that those, the, that review is downright Shakespearean. Uh, <laughs> oh. Which leads me into what? Uh, into my what you got. Wait, and that the, that Shakespearean comment was just a segue? <laughs> oh, man. Kip, what you got? Uh, I got my dad. All right. He's right here. Perfect. Yeah, and he's a, he's a big Shakespeare fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, he loves Shakespeare. He's uh, uh, he always goes to the Shakespeare Festival in Ashland, Oregon. Oh yeah, where the McDonald's is even written in old timey Shakespeare. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there. Um, so, what is your favorite uh, work by Shakespeare? Well, there are a lot of different kinds. I, I like the history plays, kind of the uh, the good rip snorting ones. You know. Yeah. Uh, the one I enjoy most probably is Henry V. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got this kind of young uh, whippersnapper of a king decides to get uh, involved in the Hundred Days War. And uh-huh. uh, he's all 25 years old and he's got mm. uh, what amounts to kind of a, a ragamuffin beat up army over in, in France. And uh, he's set up to do battle with a superior French force at Agincourt. Uh-huh. It's, he's been in several fights over there, and he's, his army is pretty depleted down to like around 6,000 men, and the French have about three times as many strong, and he's meeting him the next day, and, okay. and it's St. Crispin's Day, which is a English oh, holiday. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah, St. Christopher. So he's going he's trying to whip them up and yeah. and get them ready for this big fight yeah. tomorrow. And he's yeah. telling them that if they really do good, they'll be remembered for a long time. So so he says, and I'm I'm no Elizabethan uh, you know, narrator or anything, but he says, This story shall the good man teach his son, and Crispin shall ne'er go by from this day to the end of the world, but we in it shall be remembered. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother, and this day shall gentle his condition. And gentlemen in England now abed shall think themselves accursed they were not here, and hold their manhoods cheap, whilst any speaks that fought with us on Crispin's day. So he gets them all riled up, and they go out and whoop the French the next day. That's why we all celebrate uh, St. Crispin's Day every year, still, because of that speak go up and uh, beat up a few people <laughs> yeah yeah and, i mean that's got to be one of the greatest speeches of all time right that's ever written yeah well, people like it yeah people like it. <laughs> yeah some some people like it let's right. see let's see what they think about it uh, on goodreads i'm sure all the i'm sure everyone has nothing but sterling reviews of it yeah who could not like shakespeare emily uh, on Goodreads didn't like it as much. She gave it one star on Goodreads. And she says, not my fave Shakespeare. Too many speeches. But you want more more carriage chases? I don't know. It's just it's funny that like some a couple of the greatest speeches like of all time are in that particular uh, work. It kind of reminds me of the, the old Amadeus uh, thing and Mozart when his is his jealous critic yeah, Salieri yeah. criticizing his compositions he says they have too many notes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one more review that I found on uh, Goodreads. This is from Gary Meredith Hawks. He says, overrated, <laughs> uh, overrated author, Anglo focused, grammar could be improved. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. old English. Yeah, good. <laughs> Go back to school, yeah. Shakespeare. <laughs> that's pretty good yeah i had to read every shakespeare play i think in college yeah, yeah. What, did, what was your review uh what was my review of yeah. shakespeare how many stars for shakespeare? I, I enjoyed it i think othello was one of my favorites that does not end well really remember <laughs> <laughs> no many one of star. them don't. Yeah. one star bad it didn't enjoy the ending my <laughs> wife and i saw that in uh at ashland last year and, and she was absolutely catatonic afterwards she couldn't even talk it's so brutal. The ending. <laughs> uh, this is uh, one more for Shakespeare. This is from Big Diesel. And this is a review uh, for the book on Amazon. Okay. Which got overwhelmingly five stars. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. But Big Diesel, Big Diesel says, couldn't view it. Be careful when you buy movies to ensure you don't make the same mistakes I have made. <laughs> what? <laughs> ordered the movie and got a book and then said he couldn't view it <laughs> funny how that works out couldn't view the book <laughs> what are these what's up what's on the inside like well how come there's no dvd in here there's just a bunch of words in it yeah what is this do not do not make words. the same mistake yeah. yeah what kind of shitty movie is this <laughs> <laughs> do not make the same mistakes i have made sounds shakespearean a little bit it's, it's kind of ominous yeah <laughs> uh all right, thanks for dropping in, Dad. Uh, if you look him up on YouTube, you can see him doing the news in Seattle uh, in 1983. 
<laughs> and he uh, he's That's doing a he's doing a report. He's at uh, at the news desk, and he calls somebody on a phone. It's like a, <laughs> dials a phone on the desk. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, it was the first no, ever heart transplant. Some guy was getting a pig. Oh, heart that's right. Was he getting? No, he wasn't giving a, a baboon pig heart. heart. <laughs> it was an actual heart. It was yeah. an actual heart. They're, they can three D print arteries and shit now. Wow, dude. Have you ever have you ever had uh, ultrasound of your heart? No. Or anything like that? No, I don't think so. How do they do it? Is it is it in a machine? Do you have to go into the machine or do they just rub the jelly stuff on your heart? Yeah. It's like a video game where you get sucked into it. <laughs> do they do uh, it? Is it like a baby one where they put the goo on your tummy? Yeah, no, they do put the goo on and then there's a technician yeah. who does it and he's measuring the distances between like certain, you know, valves or whatever. I don't know what they're doing, but I I've had to have a couple done in my life and I've got a great heart. <laughs> I don't need an ultrasound to know that you've got a good heart, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you should have, I should have just had my doctor call you. What's I thinking? <laughs> Check your, hey, I go see if you have a good heart. I'm going to call all your references. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> Talk about Christmas past. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there's uh, this time there where Doug helped up an old lady <laughs> after... <laughs> After shoving her in the bushes. <laughs> uh, okay. So Don Madsen signing off. Uh, think it's about time for the break, Doug? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I've been, yeah. This is why our podcast is so rare. This segment right here, the break. Donate now during our uh, official Scott and Jeff pledge drive. We're taking a little pledge drive break. And we will send you a... Victor Borges. Uh <laughs> piano comedy uh, the clown comedy prince piano. of the piano danish <laughs> legend victor borga <laughs> he's no mark russell but he's still pretty good yeah yeah i like it when he sits down and play the piano and he he really belts out a tune and he's like oh hold on a second and he pulls the seat belt out of the piano bench <laughs> and puts yes. it on That's come on <laughs> what a too. bit Operators are yeah. standing by. Okay, let's you, hit the. It's time for the break. While you think deeply about that one, listen to the break. Give me a break. I sure deserve it. It's time I made it to the top. Give me a break. I'm looking forward. Get behind me. Pull out every star. I want a happy ending. Pretending won't let him get the best of me. Whoa, 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 give me a break. The game is a Bible. Give me a break and plan my arrival. Give me a break. Oh, heaven's sake. What happened to my piece of the cake? Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. And we're back from the break. It was the same as a lot of our breaks in the past. We're thinking about changing it up one of these days, but uh, we don't want to get any more hate mail. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Everybody loves the break. There, yeah. that would be. I mean, if the break left the show, I don't know if people would still listen. Oh, and by the way, we should uh, remind people that our email isn't just for fan mail. You can send us hate mail. 
Like if that's what's preventing you from emailing us, please don't let it prevent you. Send us your hate mail. Tosswasage at gmail.com. Right. Okay. It's not it's not a Yahoo address. We're here in the twenty first century. You know, send us an email. Any kind. Could just say if you just say test on the top and then and in the subject line and then in the body you write test. And then you send it to us just to see if our email account is up and running. It's yeah. still working. If Google's not stealing all the emails like they stole Hillary's. Oh, yeah. Do you think the same right. people stole our emails that were stealing Hillary's emails? Who, Julian Assange? Emails? I, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, Julian Assange, please return our emails. Let's guess what I'm saying. I, I wonder if we don't get any emails because all our listeners are very sophisticated Luddites. You know, they're like English professors from oh, Oxford. Sure, and they're writing letters. University. They're writing cal- calligraphy letters. Yeah, they're sending letters. Um, well, where are those cl- going? Via clipper ship. Well, we where don't have, a, we don't have a, a physical address that we've no. been giving out. So they've probably just addressed their letters to the email address. So, so I wonder if they're sitting in that back room at the post office with all the letters to Santa. And we don't want Santa getting our fan mail. <laughs> Do you hear that? There's a cat hissing at me. Do that hiss again. Here, hiss again in the mic. Do it in the mic this time. Here. <laughs> Do it. Okay, let go of me. Let go of me. Hey, get Oh, there we go. There we go. I'm not doing anything to her. She's actually got her claws stuck in my shirt. So give me a hiss, Dottie. Oh, that's a good one. Right in the <laughs> mic, too. I was holding it right up to her. Legit. Oh, that's a good one. My cats were looking out the front door the other day, and they got scared by my neighbor's dog as it was walking by. Yeah. They got. They were terrified. They were absolutely <laughs> terrified. And And then they got, like, angry at each other. And they started meowing at each other. They like blamed one another <laughs> for getting scared. And they were really mad at each other like they've never been before. And I was like, oh no, because I've heard of cats this happening to. And like it's irreversible sometimes. Like something will switch in their brain and and they'll be angry for yeah, for the rest of their lives. It just happened to me. And <laughs> and uh thank God, you know, I prayed and now they're fine. They're friends, but okay. Do, if you do, you know what's happening at our house with these cats? No. Well, you could put this on the side podcast or something where we talk about our cats. The new uh, podcast from the Tosposage Podcast Network. Oh yeah, very excited. Really Podcats. <laughs> where a couple of cool cats talk about cats. And who are those two cool cats, Doug? You and I. <laughs> That's Kip right. and Doug. I'm the host of I'm the host of this one though, and Kip's the guest. <laughs> and uh, we spend one hour talking about. Our well, one cats. hour on the that's the floor. The ceiling is eight <laughs> hours. Okay, well let's take cats. a little listen. Why don't we take a little listen to the uh, first episode of Podcasts? Um, I'm gonna hit, hit play here. Okay, and here it is. All right. Podcasts, podcasts, talking about. Our cats and what they do to entertain us. I'm the host, uh, 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 Doug Perkins, and with me, as always, cat owner and uh, feline aficionado, <laughs> Kip yeah. Madsen. Great, great to be here. Two lady cats. 
five ladies in this house and me. I'm like Tim Allen in that show that I don't watch. So what? what's our first segment on this show again? Kit, it's called uh, Kitten Around. In <laughs> uh, Kitten Around. Okay, so where we share our stories from the week. So I was, as I was uh, saying to uh, on the other podcast, Doug, mm-hmm. um, what you were talking about, the rever- irreversible switch, I think happened to me this past week. Oh, no. I think it happened. So I don't know what brought this on at all. <clears throat> but in like one day, like five days ago or something, Dottie, the kind of older cat, just started trying to murder the other cat. Just like all night, just like screaming and running and like growling. And then like one cat runs in. And so when this cat that's getting chased, the younger one, gets scared, what she does is she urinates all over everything and then goes into a corner and takes a huge shit. Oh, cool. That's a good move. That's what she does. That's what she does. She's done this several times. She does it when she goes to the vet. She does it when she's scared at home. Yeah. You don't do that? That's what I do. I don't. I don't. don't, That's what I do. Not when when I get scared, but when I'm actually in a good mood. That's what I do. (laughs) So So she's running away when she's scared doing all this, right? Ask me where she goes to hide. Where does she go to hide? Up on in, in my closet, above, on the top level, where all my shirts are. That's where <laughs> she's shitting, on my shirts. And so then her path to my shirts while she's peeing is runs up right exactly where my face would be on the bed. Sure. Jumps up to there, pees a little, right where my face would be, and then jumps up to the next thing and then goes up and shits on my shirts. So oh. this has become... Uh, this beef is involving me in a big, in a major way. You got to get this. Uh, it's like a Glade plug-in, but it's for cat pheromones, and it's supposed to be a calming thing for cats. Oh, thank you to our sponsor, Glade. Glade <laughs> pet plugins. Uh, proud sponsor of podcasts. You should tell people about our our uh, sister show, the other show that's on the uh, Tosposage Podcasting Network. Doug, you want to tell them a little bit about that show? Yes, it's called. The One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. Uh, And if you like podcasts, you're going to love the Mm -hmm. One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. One Star Reviews from the Internet, and we review the reviews. Ooh, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. Doesn't it? Let's let's give them a little listen to uh, this Tosposage. Okay, let me hit the button right here. Let's do a little Tosposage. That Uh, show sounds pretty great, Doug. The (laughs) Podcats. The The Podcats. P-O-D-C-A-T-S-T. Podcast. <laughs> you know, I'm wearing my yeah. podcast shirt, Doug. <laughs> you know, that guy, that show's actually doing be- better than ours, which kind of pisses me off. You know, I'm happy for him, for uh, Kip and Doug over there. But uh, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little jealous, you know, of their numbers. Yeah, I know. They're doing such great numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Recently got a look at uh, some of our numbers. Our numbers are great. <laughs> they're, looking, they're looking good. I mean, I've never seen numbers like this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know numbers came in such, like, huge numbers. Yeah, I know. I was yeah. looking at it, and I was just like, that's a lot of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> 
they just put <laughs> one number after another after another after another, and then before you know it, it's a it's a big number. And it's a big number looking at you. That was Scott and Jeff do the numbers. A new segment. <laughs> Our guest today, the perfect guest. Oh, Can no. you hear him, Doug? Oh, there oh, we go. Oh. I see him now. Oh no. I see him. And he's wearing his Jimmy Connors shirt. <laughs> I, awesome. Hell yeah. Awesome. I'm not going to waste a Christmas gift. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey. Uh, our, our, uh, our, our guest today on, uh, uh, we're talking about the market, Ben. This is the the market. podcast. You know, this podcast is where Doug and I talk about the market. Like the, <laughs> the stock <laughs> market. The stock oh, market. I, and, you yeah. Know, we're real you know, wizards in the old this. Yeah, so but we're bringing know. you on as another expert on the market to talk to us about. <laughs> oh, uh, what's shoot. going on I was, in the market? I was initially excited about the fact that this could be uh, kind of a like an investment tip place for me. <laughs> but you're saying that yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to provide the yeah. tip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Doug, yeah. I got to tell you, you did not. <laughs> you did not prepare me for that. <laughs> uh, oh, that's all right. You don't have to have any expertise. Yeah. Oh, I just give advice and then yep. people will take yeah. it and then yeah. see what Yeah, see that's what, what yeah. that's what Jim Kramer does. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Like, uh, you know, how are huh. you feeling about uh how are you feeling about uh, Exxon? Huh. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that either, but yeah, yeah, it's bullish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you heard it here, Ben Parvis. Bullish on Exxon. Uh what's up, man? How, how are you guys you? doing? Uh, doing good. Good to see you, man. I was gonna was trying to think of how to introduce you. I thought uh, this was gonna be well, so I'm not an uh, you yeah. know as as Doug described it. I'm the most honored to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, are you? Well, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, there's not a lot of uh, I don't have a lot of Hollywood credentials. Yeah, um, this definitely with. is that. I'm I'm just happy to be a part of the broadcast legend. Scott and Jeff career. Well, you were here for the, you like the, probably the first, you might've been our first caller of all time, right? Doug, you go, go way back with Ben, don't you? Yeah, I've known Ben oh. since sixth grade. Our lockers were right next to each other and he gave me the nickname arthritis, <laughs> which is a really cool nickname for a sixth Alter. grader. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get it? Did you deserve it? Yeah, well, you had to be there. my... <laughs> My theory on it is he he thought my hands were like I held my hands all weird. Yeah. And I think it's because I had a locker right next to him. So I was like <laughs> I was handling the combination. Sure. sure. 20 years ago today, exactly today, you called in to become the first <laughs> caller of the Scott and Jeff show. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I I remember you guys were late one day for a uh, the, the the snow was deep that day in yeah. Pullman. Let me tell yeah. you, my friends. Yeah. And Eric Sinol, God bless his heart, pushed play for us. And I uh, called in and described the big top peewee movie I was watching at the time yeah. until you guys could get into the studio. <laughs> you know what's better than dead air? Slightly is a guy describing peewee Herman pulling out the bike chain and locking up his, his bike. Uh, all right. So you, you are here for our number uh one segment yeah. it's what else you got all right so i'm gonna uh, here's the thing we're gonna bounce around a little bit in sure. some of the stuff that i've found if great. that's all right that sounds great but what we're gonna do is we're gonna keep it local okay. and great. you know i think shop local you guys know this about uh, me yeah no. gripe 
gripe local. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys, are, you guys know I believe in that. Uh-huh. So I'm going to start with the the nights in, because uh, you guys know I live in Tukwila. I don't live in it's it's a Seattle adjacent, but Tukwila, uh, Washington. Yeah. 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 So we've got the nights in SeaTac Airport. <laughs> right. uh, okay. This motel on Expedia. We got <laughs> there. Right. The clerk said he needed an additional fifty dollars for deposit, even though we already paid. Get to the room and it's nothing like what was shown on Expedia. Very yeah. rundown. The bathtub was worn. The vent for the ceiling fan was held by masking tape. The bedding looked like a <laughs> tablecloth. Oh, yeah. No. So we're off to a bad start, oh, right? No. Ice machine didn't work. The young man on duty took it apart and reached up and pulled some ice out for me. They didn't make the bed unless <laughs> you asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> right? The floor in the room was slanted down as you walked to the bathroom. I feel yeah. like you buried something there that's kind of important, uh, Marianne W. <laughs> yeah. I would I would steer clear of the place that's got the slanted floor. I mean, uh, they should just rename it like the the fun house room, you know, something yeah. like that. And really lean into Reaper the ran. slant. Yeah. <laughs> if you want though, but if you do want, if you're in a shitty hotel like that, you do want to be. It's you want it slanting toward the toilet not away from the toilet probably well we can go back sleeping. it's funny down as you walk to the bathroom yeah so you're sleeping above the toilet that's good Doug, what else you got oh okay great here we go this is a uh, five-star review for the oxo you know that company i think they're a target or something the good grips hideaway compact toilet brush Ooh. okay huh. um okay. compact toilet brush but just yeah. what's it look like it looks like a toilet brush <laughs> okay. from the pictures. It looks like your normal toilet brush. Okay. And it has a base that it stands in. Yeah. And the one-star reviews were all about how there was a sticker that was hard to remove. Like hmm. that, that yeah, that's, not that's a stupid complaint. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, here's a five-star review. Patrick Reiner says, well-designed product, easy to use, and an elegant look. <laughs> that's what yeah, you need in those the way uh, toilet brushes snuggles up close and sexy like to the inside of the bowl and he says big fan of these toilet brushes i bought two <laughs> one for each bathroom and i love the clean and simplistic look my housekeeper works in an upscale resort and <laughs> said she likes mine way better than the ones they use in the hotel where They're does that come take- up they're easy to take out and easy to put back in it's a very well-designed product you just have to make sure you get the brushes pretty dry before you put them back if you have water sitting in there for long periods of time it will get gross as long as you do that you will have a wonderful experience i also love that the brush and the handle are one piece i've had brushes before where the head kept falling off this brush is very sturdy and you can use a good amount of force to scrub if needed. <laughs> I'm in good thing, good the I mean, experience is, is, uh, that's that I've never heard that described before. What did you say? The you toilet know? bowl experience. That is new. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm glad this one's good, right? Like yeah. the experience is, yeah, it's wiping shit. Yeah, I've I've never used any product, and when the product works as it's supposed to, I've I've never thought to tell everyone else about that. <laughs>
if they hadn't, and I don't know, there's kind of two parts of this review. So there's like the first part of the review where it's like, this is obviously a, like a freelance writer that the company hired to write their first <laughs> review. Right? So jaded, yeah. yeah. Right? Or do you no. think a real person wrote that? Um, I don't know. This guy's name is Patrick Reiner. He included a, a picture. <laughs> I also like how he he brags about his housekeeper. Oh, yeah. And then, and then he brags that like, his three, housekeeper three works at an upscale resort. Yeah. And then he triple brags <laughs> in this one sentence by saying that the toilet brush he has is nicer than the toilet brushes <laughs> at the upscale resort. <laughs> which is really strange and this means he had this means he had a conversation with his housekeeper (laughs) about the toilet brush (laughs) it does and his housekeeper came up to him and was like this brush oh my goodness where did you get such a delicate item i don't know what this accent is Kip's theory what, that he's a copywriter. I'm I'm suddenly more worried that that is a copywriter, and he's just like got an actual gun to his head. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You better make this health down to fucking upscale. A gun to his head does sound about right, though. Has this ever happened? It has to have happened, right? Once, where somebody was writing a review for a product with a gun to their head. Well, I wrote a negative review for the guy who installed my speakers. Yeah, and he harassed me until I took the review down. So really? I could see a gun. I could see a gun being involved. How did he harass you? He just called like nonstop, and he had other people call me. Like he had brothers and sisters who worked at his company, and 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 like he wanted to come over and fix the things yeah. that he yeah. fucked up. Yeah. And I was like, no, you you're acting <laughs> crazy. I'm not yeah. gonna let you in my house. Yeah, you're just like well, wait till my next review. but i i eventually did take it down and they stopped calling immediately will you you, um would you would you be scared to read that review on the show well i don't know if i could find it anymore oh because you had to that sounds pretty convenient (laughs) he got to i could look kip what else you got oh shit (laughs) uh ben what else you got (laughs) oh shit already all right (laughs) Um, uh, so this is going to be paired with a, is it okay to do a little personal story? Sure. Is that of okay? Of course. So yeah. let, let's, let's, let's go back in time. Sarah and I were building up, we're building our store. Little shout out, pickled preserved yeah. market and deli yeah. been in business for about five years. Anyways, we're building the store and we have to go, we have to drive down to, uh, Ikea pretty much every day. I mean, we yeah. are buying shit all day. And we see this uh, this uh, restaurant getting built up, and uh, this is close. This is a, again Tuckwilla, and uh, finally one day it's completed, and it looks nice, you know. Okay. And so, uh, as we like to do on Fridays, every so often we like to treat ourselves, go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, this particular weekend, it's Sarah's pick, so that's cool. Sarah goes, "Hey, let's go to that. Uh, let's go to that restaurant that uh, that just got done uh, being built." Yeah. So we go to uh, Twin Peaks. It, it's a good-looking restaurant. As soon as we get in, immediately you realize, oh, this is like Hooters oh. with Lumberjack. Oh. It's like a Lumberjack theme. Oh, oh. Twin Peaks. I yeah. see. Apparently, it's a, it's a, it's a medium-sized chain, but uh, huh. we didn't know any of this. 
So Sarah's pick for Friday night was Twin Peaks. <laughs> so, but it did. Were you thinking? You were thinking the show, right? It's going to be kind of like a exactly what she thought. Kind of like nature. <laughs> kind of a weird right? thing, right? Yeah, yeah we thought yeah. so. No, God, no, that's the exact opposite, isn't it? I I remember <laughs> grinning ear to ear. Yeah. Skipped. I think I literally skipped to our table as we we're getting sat. Made zero <laughs> eye contact with Sarah until I made yeah. sure to get like a beer order in. Yeah. So yeah. she just stuck. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, finally go, hey, good pick, man. <laughs> was she mad or did she laugh? Uh, no, no. She would have left a one star and uh, I would have left a five star, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. The star is in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? Well, and I, I have such reviews. I think that yeah. these, uh, there's, there's one right here. <laughs> okay, great. Didn't quite realize what we were in for. <laughs> it's a Hooters type restaurant, but the food is better. Oh, I didn't remember. I didn't remember the food being better, but okay. I'm good with that. Okay. <laughs> Overall, food was good. The service was mediocre. Food drinks took forever to come. Took and forever that, to come is a uh, is a weird thing to write for. Well, one that was from Samantha Blunt. Um, I will give you one more very specific review that is also yeah. a one star. Uh, Johnny Fam. Uh, this is not going to be applicable to much of your audience, but found out Bree got let go for some stupid reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love that he's got a favorite <laughs> so where's brie just so we kind of had a connection we had a bit of a connection me and brie <laughs> did, uh, so, do you know where like did she go work at another restaurant or anything like that you know hey so, where's my uh where's my favorite lumberjack uh brie <laughs> i so uh, clear so you're clear the twin peaks toquilla place they're not gonna have brie there it's also gonna be uh your girlfriend's not gonna She's not I, like yeah. but I definitely want to go. Though? Let me ask you this, Ben. Could if it wasn't her that went, and you told her about the place, but then went there with your buddies, would she still have thought it was Twin Peaks, like the TV show? And you would have got to know that it was yes Twin Peaks, and then go there all the time, and she wouldn't even want to go. <laughs> if I could, yes. If I could go back in time. Because I haven't been back since. Uh, you could yeah. have been going every week. Hey, you want to go to Twin Peaks? Nah, I'm not really yeah. into that type of place. So I guess I'll ask one of my weird buddies to go. It'd be great if you went to a, a restaurant named Seinfeld and it was just like Hooters again, but everyone dresses <laughs> Seinfeld characters in like low cut tops. Hot Kramer. Hot, Hot Kramer. <laughs> What would a hot Kramer yeah. look like? Well, let's not get into it. <laughs> Doug, what do you got? So I was looking up some um, reviews for this book called Devoted by Dean Koontz. <laughs> yeah. He's writes, and, he writes like um, thrillers, right? Yeah. He, he's sort of, you know, like the poor man's Stephen King in a way. Uh, and here, I'll read you what it's about. Stephen King was submarines, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Dean, isn't Dean Koontz is submarines, isn't it? Isn't Dean Koontz? Submar I think it's all submarines. Yeah, he's a submarine. It's like about like a submarine commander named like Dirk Pitt or something. No, no, that's every, no that's every popular uh, author is submarines. Yeah, right oh, shit. submarines. All right, I got to read more books. Well, it would just be fun to come out with a submarine book. <laughs> to be and know nothing airport, about submarines. Be in the airport gift shop. Uh, right away in the newsstand 
You'd be like the number uh, eight bestseller just because you had a submarine on the cover. <laughs> Here's a, a review of one of the books from the Associated Press. Canine or human, it is hard to find a more lovable character in fiction than Kip. Hey. Hey. More lovable character. I mean, is it the dog? It's usually yeah. a dog, isn't it's it? It's a dog. <laughs> uh, it is a dog? Yeah. Son of a and bitch. Here's, so the, here's the blurb on the back of the book. Okay. Woody Bookman <laughs> hasn't spoken a word in his 11 years of life. Okay. Not when his father died in, in a freak accident. Oh, Not when it. his mother, Megan, tells him she loves him. For Megan, keeping her boy safe and happy is what matters. But Woody believes a monstrous evil was behind his father's death and now threatens him and his mother. And he's not alone in his thoughts. An ally unknown to him is listening. A uniquely gifted dog with a heart as golden as his breed, Kip <laughs> is devoted beyond reason to people. When he hears the boy who communicates like he does without speaking, Kip knows he needs to find him before it's too late. <laughs> And it all takes place on a submarine. <laughs> yeah, let's move some paper. <laughs> let's move some paper. Yeah, it's uh, it's God, it's the fucking greatest book ever. So it's a book about a dog who telepathically communicates with an autistic boy. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is a bit, you know, on a submarine. We've heard that story before. On a submarine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. If you're into animals who talk to disabled boys, go for it. God, one star God. by Kim Hanford. That's it. God, that does get me going, though. <laughs> you're into animals who talk to disabled boys, go for it. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. I am. Are yes, you kink shaming me, Kim? <laughs> What kind of person doesn't <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So that's uh, that's. I really, your... I really, really want to read that book. About <laughs> <laughs> the dog submarine commander and his uh, his crew of disabled boys <laughs> during the during the Cold War. That's a period, <laughs> a period piece submarine adventure. I'll just read a real quick one. This is for the same book from Amzana, who says, if you're a dog lover, this is the book for you. What about cats, though? They're great pets also. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, Ben, what else you got? Oh, back to me. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I think this is kind of important for probably all of us. Is uh, <laughs> so a store probably near and dear to all of us is uh, uh, B. Formerly, Dalton Booksellers, <laughs> oh, formerly Joann's Fabrics. Is uh, I think they're just going by Joann's now. Oh, because they want to. Uh, they want people to know they have more than just fabrics. You're right, right. Uh, but if uh, you, I, I got to tell you guys, if you want to gather a bunch of Karens, you're going to need <laughs> yarn, glitter, and some fucking wicker. And uh, this place has done it. And now you just throw in some internet just to spice some shit up. And now you got, oh, yeah. you got a store that's pulling about 1.2 stars 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's rough. I wonder how Joanne feels about it. Think, imagine you were Joanne. (laughs) Joanne reads every review. (laughs) You know, Joanne stops by every single store every day. (laughs) Every now and then she'll stop by a Michael's too and run into Michael. Oh, yeah. And uh, And those two do not get along. Knock a few things off the shelves. Vicki Johnson, which is clearly a fake name for a Karen. Her name's Karen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Her name is Karen Karen. <laughs> Not a store that offers creative inspiration. An emoji I've never seen before. <laughs> the stores are usually cluttered and very messy. The worst customer service I have ever experienced in a creative environment store. They are rude and snarky. They don't care to offer any help. I've spoken personally to management at store level. I've sent reviews to corporate. I see zero improvement. It occurs to me, customer service is of little importance to them. I find it very offensive. Offended? <laughs> I like the idea of this woman like, you know, honey, I'm just going to go into Joanne's and see what inspires me. <laughs> I hope the employees help with that. I hope the employees at minimum wage are really nice yeah. and really foster some more creativity about my a uh, stupid yarn project. <laughs> it sounds like she's <laughs> doing her art in the store almost. Yeah. Maybe right. yeah, maybe that's her problem. Like, hey lady, <laughs> this isn't yeah. weave yeah. your own weave your own baskets at home. <laughs> this isn't a workspace. <laughs> yeah, a, and that's why the place store. is so messy is because yeah. people like her going in there doing her projects. Yeah. Every time I see any kind of yarn, not only do I get re- extremely erect, but I also <laughs> just get inspired to uh artistically yeah i get artistically inspired and just enormously erect anytime i see yarn artistically erect (laughs) what happened ben keeps freezing yeah i know what happened he's in tequila and that uh the the bad part of tequila bite the twin peaks do they have the male version of hooters where it's just like yeah big wangs bulges big wangs big wangs yeah oh yeah don't tell me you were just watching the football games doug (laughs) (laughs) hey i came to this place thinking i was gonna see some dick so what Uh, what gives uh, uh, should we move on to our final segment Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's called uh anything else. Uh Doug, anything else? Uh nope. Uh nothing else here. Uh, ben, anything else? Uh let me look at my nope, we're good. Yep. Nothing. Uh well I uh I got nothing. I'm done. I'm out. And remember, folks, email us tosswasage at gmail.com. Be the first to email us. And we will send you a transcript of episode 104, and you will send us $85. Yep. And uh, that's a deal. Yep. Remember, folks, there's lots of podcasts out there, so you don't have to listen to this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen to podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> new podcast from the Tosposage Podcasting Network. Uh, special thanks to our special guest, Old Painty Cans, and uh, also my dad for stopping by. If you um, enjoy the show, 
podcast and give us a one-star review. That's all we're asking for, a perfect one-star rating. You yeah. can't ask for less than that. Yeah. So like it or hate it, y'all got to rate it one star. Just take your Joanne's review and just apply it to this show. Whatever yeah, you're going to write about Joanne, yeah. you just put it here. Uh, thanks for doing the show, man. This is a treat for sure. Well, like I say, uh, most honored, probably. Yeah. Big, big fan of the show. Big fan yeah. of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't mean to skip over that. But, uh, <laughs> you should.